In these bleak days, humanity is at a breaking point. Economies are tanking. The woke mob is canceling everything. And the little guy who's just trying to run a small business is getting screwed from both ends. But not all is lost. Amidst the chaos, two men offer up their voices in the darkness, dropping 2,000-pound laser-guided truth bombs on today's lunacy. Introducing the Sirens of Sanity, David Pridham and L. Bradley Sheaf. Sinead O'Connor, Brad, 56 years old, gone too soon, uh, an icon in the, I want to say 90s, but probably sang in the 80s at some point, and uh, yet another strange uh, celebrity death first, I mean, some unexpected celebrity deaths. I mean, first you had George Michael, then you had Sinead O'Connor, Tony Bennett last week, uh, George Papard a while back. you know, where does it all end? And is it all linked to COVID? I mean, these are some of the conspiratorial questions we are going to answer here on the uh, Conspiracy Hour with Perdomin Chief. God, I hope not. Let's not do that. I'm sure Sinead did do some singing in the 80s, at least whistling a merry tune. I'm not exactly sure when she became uh, you know, popular in terms of her actual professional performances. But as you point out, gone too soon, not reporting a cause of death. But she had a uh, a difficult life, to say the least. So who knows? But again, she will be missed as well. Tony Bennett uh, at all. Although T- Tony Bennett was 145 years old when he died. So I don't know that that's, you know, suspicious at all. I think he just ran out of gas, old Tony. Um, I, I remember when Senator O'Connor ripped up the picture of the Pope on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, I never understood that. She came out on Saturday. I mean, obviously, again, troubled. She had a troubled youth. Her parents, not the greatest. But um, I, I, I never understood what acts she had to grind against the Pope. She is Irish. I'm going to guess, based on that, that she was a Protestant Irishman, Irish woman. Um, but I, I never really got what she thought she was accomplishing by ripping up a picture of the Pope. My guess is that lots of pictures of the Pope get destroyed every day, but I don't. You know, one would, one would think. Certainly this yeah. Pope. Certainly this Pope. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Anyway, gone too soon. The tragic. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, it, it, depending on what, who knows. We don't know if foul, foul plays involved or not. But I know her. She lost her son to a suicide. This may have been something similar. Who knows? But uh, certainly not good. Not what you're looking for. And, and really too, uh, too bad. It's too bad. Indeed. All of those things. Yeah. So that's our RIP. I mean, mean, nothing fires up a summer audience than leading uh, into it with celebrity deaths uh, that are unexplained, but probably easily explainable. Yeah. It could have been a head shaving incident. She always kept her head shaved, Sinead. And, uh, you know, I mean, anytime you're messing with the old dome, you, uh, you run some risk of personal harm. So who knows? But that's neither, uh, that's neither here nor there. Of course, this is the Pridham and Chief. We mean business. Dog days of summer. Uh, IP frequently comedy hour. And uh, thank you all for, for joining. This is, uh, listen, we're in the middle of uh, vacation season. 
And uh, Brad just got back from a week in Amarillo, Texas and San Angelo, Texas and Denver, Colorado and Amarillo, Texas. And so, you know, it, it's a little bit uh, tiring, but at least you have the news to cheer you up and everything that's going on that could impact those who run small businesses across the, uh, the, uh, the great, uh, this great, this great country of ours. Mm-hmm. And uh, what we tell people at the beginning of this thing, right out of the shoot is uh, that what they need to do is go to iHeartRadio. And mm-hmm. when you go to iHeartRadio, you have subscribed to the Pritam and Sheaf podcast. We mean business and uh, subscribe rate. Give us a good rating, not a crappy one. And uh, then review it again and say the rating was backed up by this great review and then do it a few times. Uh, and then if you want to learn more about us, and you're not getting enough of us on the podcast, go to our website, ipfrequently.com or follow us on social media, wherever you get it, wherever you get social media at IP underscore frequently. And, uh, and, and, and that's uh, really just about it. Brad, anything else you want to add about your summer travels, your vacation schedule, uh, any upcoming uh, goiter surgeries that you've got scheduled, anything else you want to share with the uh, good folks who follow the IP frequently, uh, we mean uh, business comedy hour podcast. Yeah, well, and not really, but it's been a very busy summer for us. Just ha- so happened a great number of things all sort of coincided with this summer to include driving down into the depths of West Texas, where it was somewhere between 200 and 300 degrees to get our third daughter safely ensconced with her new husband in their apartment. So we've accomplished that. The only thing we have left to do is take our youngest daughter off to college that will commence next week. And then I think we can come home and finally relax a little bit. I don't have goiter surgery scheduled mostly because I don't have a goiter, although it sounds like a good time. I don't have any surgeries scheduled. Um, You know, there's always the potential that I trip and fall down or do something stupid and wind up in surgery, but I'm not planning on it. That's not elective anyway. It's really not. not Yeah, that's what I said. It's not a plan. Yeah, Yeah, well, probably. I don't know a lot about goiters, but I imagine at some point it becomes something you just have to take care of. But in any case, buddy, no, we have one more trip to make, drop off the youngest at the bastion of higher learning, where she will be hopefully for the next four years earning a degree. And then we return home here and can hunker down and begin our new life as empty nesters. You are only about 15 years away from that. Yeah. So that's knocking on the door for you there. I'll be swinging from the rafters long before then. Um, we lost another nanny this week. So we are now nannyless. We lost two nannies. Last week, I told you about uh, the male nanny that wanted to be a supervisor. I told you mm-hmm. that story. And uh, this did. week, the uh, female nanny we hired here. Uh, and, and they all, what they do here, and this is something I think that is um, probably part of this uh, new generation of 20-somethings. They mm-hmm. love to give you, we'd love to give you their take on parenting on the way out. Like you should do this, you should do that. Lecturing, they wait till they get paid, and then they give you a little lecture. Uh, it's like me talking to you about uh, about uh, you know how to conduct a military exercise, right? <laughs> I mean, it's just like you know, well, you go over there and you know you light that Uzi wants it up, and you yeah, and then yeah, you have a meal and a beer after. No, it's like and then so the, the the guy did it, and the woman the woman did it. As soon as we paid her, she sent some nasty gram. And, uh, and, and, you know, it's, um, and lectured you on parenting, lectured us on parenting. So the good news hmm. is, and it's actually good to be nannyless when you realize that your nannies are worthless. And so, you know, so now we're there. 
So when you say you lost the nanny, you don't you don't mean you've misplaced them. They they have tendered their resignation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, in a uh, unpalatable fashion. So yeah, they, so they, they don't have any experience parenting. Though. They're not parents themselves. They are not. They are not. And 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 they're um, you know, but both of them they they basically quit with no notice. And so yeah. there's that just, just mm. quit. The, 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 the one I'm talking about now, the woman, uh, nanny, fee nanny, uh, she, um, was on the schedule and didn't come in on Friday cause her car broke down on Saturday. She uh, couldn't come in. And then Sunday she tendered her resignation via the, uh, text line over here. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, mm-hmm. that's so, good. Yeah. There's nothing that I enjoy more, whether it's a nanny or a school teacher or a school board member or, you know, a superintendent of a school board lecturing parents on how to parent when they're not parents themselves. Just just everybody step back for a sec. Okay. Now I will readily admit, I have a daughter, as you know, who not only nannied for you, but is now a public school teacher and a relatively experienced one. And I will readily admit that teachers spend a lot of time with your kids and they know your kids pretty well. And if a teacher comes to you and says, Hey, you know, your kid's got an issue here or there. It is worth listening to them and at least, you know, hearing them out and then saying, okay, well, let's, you know, let's figure out what's really going on here. Um, but when they come to you and say, listen, you're raising your child wrong. And you say, well, golly, how, how do you do raise your children? And they say, well, I, I don't have any. Uh, but if I did, I am certain I would do a better job of it than you is a little frustrating and oftentimes will result in you know, a pie in the face or something of that nature. So if you see these people again, I think you are entitled to hit them with a pie or hit them in the face with a pie, or you can hit the pie with their face. Either one of those things kind of gets you to the same point. I'm not a hundred percent sure that's the way the law currently works. Um, But I, I I would say that it's probably a moot point uh, because I doubt I'll be seeing either of them again. Um, well, that's so, too bad. Keep a pie handy in any case. Not not an expensive one, not a good one. You know, just, you know, maybe even just a tinfoil dish full of whipped cream would suffice. Yeah. And it, and it just tells you the nature of society. So the, the guy who we had hired, I mentioned he had misrepresented his resume and all this stuff. And, and I paid, we paid, my wife and I paid a recruiter fee to hire him. And he lasted mm-hmm. all of three days mm-hmm. and uh, called the recruiter back and I said, can I get a my the feedback and i get the the recruiter feedback and she said oh there'll be no refunds and i said okay she said but i will replace him with somebody just like him and i said well see that's that's yeah. the problem see, see i don't yeah. need someone with a resume that's been trumped up who's mm-hmm. not going to show up mm-hmm. like i don't need that mm-hmm. and she said and no, you no, don't no. that's a true statement yeah. yeah yeah so now i'm in a battle over that so it's it's a good time meanwhile the home builder is explaining to i mean every text i get from the home builder is just dripping with condescension here here's one i got today I, i'm just like i'm just trying to get the timeline nailed down and he said i know this is the first home that you've ever built but in the construction game everything affects the schedule including delays with product some items are out of our control completely they literally sent that to me today so just, just, yeah. And you can't really do anything about it. Right. Because you're sort of in the boat with him now, but we're getting to the point where he's going to be thrown out of the, <clears throat> he's going to be tossed out of the boat into the, into the nice lagoon. But listen, let's get to more pleasant things 
uh, going out in the world today? Because everyone is wondering, you know, about this big, you see the big downgrade of the U.S. economy by the folks at, uh, at Fitch, the rating service. Did you see that? No, I did not. But it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, they uh, they downgrade. They give it the old uh, kick in the uh, keister. The uh, they I think they're the first big rating agency to downgrade the U.S. credit rating from one. I think it's triple uh, A to double A plus, which basically means that you can apply for a home loan, but it can't be something more than it certainly can't be something on a koi pond. I mean, that's not happening. And so, uh, and and when talking about it, they explained that uh, the problem is that the U.S. government consistently for 30 years has uh, spent more than it takes in. Yeah. And that's a, a problem. And it's amazing. This is the first time uh, that Fitch has done this in the last, I, mean, I don't know if they did it before 30 years ago, but the first time they've done it since the big housing crisis or the big blow up of that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think it was the housing crisis in the late 80s when they did it too. Um, but, I mean, this is a potentially a problem for the U.S. economy. And now we've got politicians on both sides lining up to have another conflict over the new debt limit increase, which is only going to heighten this problem. But listen, while this is going on, we are in the middle of a presidential campaign and Donald Trump has now been indicted yet again, this time by a federal uh, grand jury in Washington, D.C. He's facing charges about the January 6th um, (laughs) uh, riots and uh, his culpability in the uh, in those riots, and what's interesting about this set of uh, indictments is that, the, the, assuming there's no change of venue, and considering that there's a Obama appointed judge, it's probably not going to happen. Uh, this is going to be tried in front of a D.C. jury in Washington D.C. And um, you know, to me, uh, if I'm Trump, that's probably not what I'm looking for. No, probably not. I mean, I, I don't know that anyone cares about the credit rating in the United States. Because literally everyone knows that we're never paying back our debt. We, we talked about this yeah, a couple of months ago, that who, who's even monitoring this, right? Back when the, you know, the raising the debt ceiling was a big deal, you and I discussed the whole concept of, well, why does it matter? And, and it's unfortunate. I'm not saying it shouldn't matter, because certainly if I just stopped paying my mortgage, someone would come and at least knock on the door and say, hey, fella, why don't I pay your mortgage? And but not so for the American government, right, or any world government, to my knowledge. I mean, there's literally no one that's going to kick in your door and repo your country. So I, I you know, I, I don't know that anyone cares about the credit rate of the United States, but it should be in the crapper it, it, that those folks who do that are right about that. As to the indictments, buddy, it's kind of in the same category. I mean, at this point, who cares? I mean, how many times has this guy been indicted? Is this the third time? that he's been indicted. And if you're a Democrat, whether you're a professional member of the Democratic Party and you know perhaps even holding an elected office as a Democrat, or you're just you know a person who sort of informally or formally affiliates themselves to the Democratic Party, if, if you think that this is doing you any good, that this is you know somehow going to reduce Donald Trump's popularity with the folks who like him, and are going to vote for him, or you think that somehow he is going to be barred from holding public office, you're crazy. I mean, that's just that that's just not going to happen. Don't let anyone tell you that that is going to happen, right? It is not going to happen. A DC jury may well convict Donald Trump. It will be appealed. If that doesn't work, it will be appealed to the Supreme Court. 
it's probably worthy of the Supreme Court's notice. I mean, this is a, you know, exceptional case in American history where the powers that be have just rapidly pursued a former president in an effort to find something that he's done wrong that will stick. I mean, again, I don't care how much you hate Donald Trump and how much you may think he deserves this, and maybe he does, but if this was happening to you, if the federal government was coming after you with everything it had and just saying, look, we're going to continue to indict you by grand jury until some felonious act of yours sticks and you, you, know, you wind up paying heavy penalties and fines and in jail, you would be both irate and horrified that that sort of thing could happen. And yet it is, in fact, happening. And again, if you, I don't care whether or not you like Donald Trump. I don't particularly. But I can tell you that if the full weight of the federal government were pursuing me for some perceived slight, I would, I mean, it would just, yeah, imagine it. Just imagine that. Put yourself in those shoes and imagine if we stop following the rule of law and if we just say, hey, if you're, if you're someone that the rest of us consider to be a bad person, if you say things we don't like, if you say mean things, and if you are rude and boorish, then we're just going to continue to, to indict you until you wind up in prison for one thing or another. Imagine if that, again, if that were you in that case, that's not what we want. And so we probably better slow our roll here a little bit. And like I said, it's probably worthy of the Supreme Court looking at this and going, yeah, you know what? Donald Trump, bore, Donald Trump, mean guy, Donald Trump, egomaniac, you know, maybe not the best public official we've ever had, got all that, but we probably don't want to start just ignoring the rule of law so that we can take out our grudges on someone if we happen to be in power. That's called tyranny, and generally speaking, it's not a good thing. And so, I, I you know, if you're a Democrat, not only are you not going to get what you want, none of those things are going to happen. Donald Trump's not going to jail. Donald Trump's not going to be barred from public. This is not going to happen. And you're setting up a precedent that will flip and point right back at you if and when there's ever a Republican presidency again, especially if, they, if the Republicans also hold both houses of Congress, just stand by for it. This is what's going to happen. And I, I just don't see why anybody thinks this is a good idea, whether you love Donald Trump, hate Donald Trump, love Joe Biden, hate Joe Biden. I don't care. None of this is a good idea. Yeah, I, I think the, the thing that's missing is discretion on the part of prosecutors. But they're, 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 there's probably another indictment coming down from Georgia pretty soon. So you've got the uh, the the documents case. You've got the, the porn star case. Now you've got the... January 6th case, then you'll have the uh, election uh, fraud case out of Georgia. Something, I mean, I, 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 they're going after him so hard, something's going to stick. But I think what he's, I think his theory is, and the reason he's running for president at this point is to pardon himself. And then when he pardons himself, you can't touch him. I mean, it's sort of like that uh, lethal weapon, remember diplomatic immunity? Remember yeah. that? Yeah, but it's, that guy got shot right in the head. Didn't work for him. Yeah, I mean, it worked for a little while, and then it didn't end well. Well, yeah, if you were him, ended great. If, you know, as, as a moviegoer, that's what you were looking to see, because that guy was a bastard, and he got, you know, nothing less than what was coming to him. But, yeah, from his perspective, it did not work out well. And, 
you know, I mean, I, Donald Trump does get elected to the presidency, and the first thing he does is say, well, pardon me. And goes, <laughs> I think I will. Then, you know, good for him. But again, this whole road that we're walking down, where we have very partisan prosecutors and very partisan senior members of the Department of Justice, you know, pursuing someone who comes from the other party with this degree of, you know, we don't really care how we stretch the law, how we twist the statute, what we, how we manage a grand jury. We don't really care about any of that. We're, we're just going to go after this guy until we get what we want. Uh, folks, I mean, again, remove yourself from any emotion you may have in this with respect to your feelings with Trump. And, and imagine if that was, you know, yourself or a member of your family, right? Or, you, or your favorite political figure, whoever that may be, right? Maybe you love your governor, maybe you love your mayor. And the full weight of the federal government just comes down on that person and just hounds them. And every time they turn around, they're being indicted. It's, man, it's just not a good idea if you want the country to remain a representative democracy. Now, if you don't, if you're shooting for tyranny, then good for you, but you best hope that whoever winds up in charge really likes you. Because if they don't, they're coming for all your stuff to yeah. include what you get to say and what your children get to say and study. And so I would be very, very careful about that. Yeah, it's not good. And uh, it's... Um... Uh, it's, it's not going to end well, and it's going to be tit for tat. I mean, the Republicans at some point are going to get over these hearings on the UFO phenomena, and then they're going to turn to prize, especially if they take over the DOJ. Um, do I think it's likely? Probably not. But uh, you know what? I mean, uh, it could be. And I don't think. That, so you don't uh, think that a Republican wins the White House in 2024? I think if, I think if it's Trump, it's going to be tough. I do. Yeah. I think Trump is going to be stuck between 43 and 45 percent. And I think Biden right now is at 43 or 45 percent. And then the question is, where do those other people go? And I think they go to Biden because I think those people are already, you know, it's mostly single women and soccer moms. And they are more comfortable with Biden, even though, you know, than with uh, than with yeah. Trump. So, uh, you know, who, who knows? But uh, that's the way I see it. I don't see him getting that extra vote that he got in 2016 because he has a. Uh, He's, he's very, very, um, I don't know if you've noticed this, but he seems very angry. He does. He seems a little upset. And I can kind of get it. I mean, I think he feels like he's being railroaded and he is without question being railroaded. So he's legitimate for him to feel that way. But he, that this is a guy who, and everyone should go to school on this. I mean, if you have children that are old enough to comprehend this, you should sit them down and go, hey, here's an opportunity for learning. Because this is a guy who can never get out of his own way. If there is a right or wrong way to approach something, Donald Trump will invariably take the wrong way um, and just make things worse on himself. And so even though he is unquestionably being railroaded by a very partisan DOJ, he makes it easy for people to just shrug and go, well, you know, I don't really care about that because he, he, invariably says and does the wrong thing. And so, you know, again, if you've got, you yourself can certainly go to school on this. If you have children, you could say, listen, this is the cost 
of never, ever saying you've been wrong about anything, of never, ever admitting fault, of always pointing fingers. This is the cost of that, right? So you can choose to live your life that way, but this is what eventually happens to folks who do, right? And so, yeah, you know, maybe a little humility, maybe a little introspection at times, maybe be willing to eat a little humble pie when, you know, it, it, it suits the situation. All of that is our valuable life lessons to learn. Otherwise, you're going to end up like this orange dude over here. And that's probably not where you want to be. I mean, he's very strangely orange. Yeah, I don't know what causes that. Does he eat just an absurd amount of carrots? I, I don't think so. Cheetos, maybe not carrots. Hey, have you seen the um, the big news about the, the women's soccer team? I assume you've been following that because you're a big soccer. You like the football. Uh, I like both kinds of football. Yes, I would not call myself. It would be unfair to call myself a soccer slash football fan because I don't I don't really follow it. And so anyone who wanted to sit in a pub over a pint and discuss the you know vagaries of the four four two is not going to find good companionship in me. Um, but I do enjoy it certainly at times. I like the sporting aspect of it. But no, I have not been following the U.S. women's national team. My guess is, because they're very good, that they're doing quite well in the World Cup, but I don't know that. Well, first of all, they're a bunch, it's a very woke team. I mean, you know, they're that generation, but they don't, um, they don't stand for the national anthem. They don't do anything. You know, it's a woke team. And they have the, girl, the one girl with the multicolored hair who yeah. was there the last time that hates everything yeah. about America and democracy. And mm-hmm. so the other day they were playing some team. I want to say it was like Vietnam. Or something. It may may not have been. I don't yeah. know. Hmm. But it was some team, and they're they're about try they're trying to get to the knockout round, and hmm. all they had to do was win, and they should be beating Vietnam by like a dozen. Yeah, like ten uh, Yeah, yeah, hmm. hits or whatever strokes if they call them, and hmm. uh, and so they they end up in a zero zero tie, Ooh. right? Hmm. And that means they get into the knockout round because they both get in, and so okay. the American team is out there, and, and, and you know picture Michael Jordan, like at the end of one of those games in the nineties, right. Uh, having like some crazy tie against the Phoenix suns and then having the ref say, well, we're going to call it because of a curfew. And then Jordan, like doing a little dance in the middle of the field or the court mm-hmm. in that case, but this would be mm-hmm. a field. The soccer mm-hmm. does not have a court, mm-hmm. um, but just doing a little jig and dancing around. I mean, really, really a team you can get behind. I mean, really, really good. Well, yeah. I mean, again, as I sort of alluded to earlier, I just don't care. Sorry. Yeah, I don't blame you. I mean, I I don't blame you. You'll be watching, but I don't blame you. Uh, Next, Brad, have you heard about the Sun Bear conspiracy theory? Sun Bear, B-E-A-R? I believe it is, although it could be. It depends on how you. um, Yeah. Well, it could be B-A-R-E, and I would recommend against that. If it's very sunny, you don't want to be completely bare. Parts of you will burn and be uncomfortable. Well, this is a bear at the um, uh, the uh, Hanzu Zoo in China, which I do believe, Brad, you and I visited when we were last in Japan. And uh, this bear, um, uh, the sun bear uh, named Angela, Angela stood up straight in a video and looked like a That's human. That's a person in a bear suit. I'm looking at this video you sent me. That's not I, a bear. I, I, I'm telling you there is now a, there is a conspiracy afoot. Dr. Wang Su, uh, he's a 
Malaysian wildlife biologist has stood behind the bear and has said literally that, that bear that is a I guess uh, it, it's apparently a real bear. It is a real bear. Um, even animal experts, though, are, are split on this. Some of them said that's a man, that's a man in a suit. But the question, I mean, it's out there waving at people. <laughs> it's kind of posable thumbs. Um, but uh, uh, other people, I mean, so it's like it's sort of it's sort of mixed, right? Uh, Doctor. Ashley Marshall, who, of course, you know, is a uh, a, um, zookeeper at the Chester Zoo, uh, Mm. has said, quote, that is definitely a real bear, end quote. She said the the folds on its back um, Mm. assumed by many people to be evidence of an ill-fitting costume actually helped protect the bear from predators. Yeah, I'm going to disagree with that. Again, I'm no expert on bears, sun or otherwise. but that is a dude in a bear suit and ill-fitting, no, the, 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 poorly articulated bear costume. Now, just so you know, mm-hmm. the zoo, the Wenghouse Zoo, where she lives, said that Angela is, quote, dating a male bear named Dalu, but is trying to take things slowly. Hmm. So this man or woman in a bear suit is also dating another person theoretically mm-hmm. in a bear suit other big news this week for the canadian business people out there justin trudeau the prime minister is speaking up with his wife sophie they're separating some people brad are speculating that trudeau is dating the prime minister of france uh philip macron but uh there's no truth to that as far as i know i i don't know either man don't particularly like either man. If you put them in a lineup together, I would tell you that's Trudeau and Macron, but I wouldn't be able to identify either one of them. It's like putting you know, two of those dancing bears next to you. I don't know which one is Sophie and which one is the other. You don't know. But uh, yeah, so that's big, uh, big news north of the border. And then also out of Montecito, California, a good working man's town, uh, it looks like the royal couple Remember the whole Brexit thing, Prince Harry, who I think you love. I mean, you you were really the spare one, the extra one. He and his wife, Meghan Markle, are apparently having marital trouble. Can you imagine not those two not being able to get along with each other or any other human being? Two just completely self-absorbed, selfish, me first, screw everybody else. People can't get along. It's amazing. Good people, good people. But that's they'd you know, be that, better if you that, put them in bear suits and sent them to China, or just have them down at the uh, San Diego Zoo. Yeah, it, it very rarely do you say to yourself that human being would be better if they were in a bear suit and living in a zoo. It's not often that you say that, at least truthfully. But it is very true in the case of uh, Harry and Meghan. I mean, two people that truly deserve each other, Harry and Meghan Markle. Great, great people, though. I think. Yeah, it's just great, uh, great people. And then finally, we've got this whole controversy with Elon Musk and Zuckerberg sort of starting to percolate even more. You know, Musk rebranded Twitter X. He named it X. You saw that. So it's not even Twitter anymore. It's X. It's the it's X what? platform. X. X. It's just the letter X. They just call it X. It's the letter X. Is that what you call it? Do you send out an X? I don't or do know. Do you I still don't... tweet? 
or twit or whatever the case may be twit. So the name so twitter has changed its name and it has changed its name to to just a letter the letter x it's the letter x and so he did that okay. some people are saying that it's got some sort of symbolic meeting as part of the uh um you know the whole getting ready to fight mark zuckerberg remember that they're going to fight in the octagon well i remember they were you know barking back and forth at each other on social media which is you know perhaps the only thing stupider than than road rage right i mean there's nothing dumber than some five foot two fat guy in a truck who you know wants to flip you off and scream because he knows he's in a truck and he can just drive away who would never have the temerity to even approach you in person and the only thing dumber than that is when people start barking at each other on social media that again what you know about someone who is you know berating someone else on social media is that they would never have the audacity to do it in person right because if you have that ability if you are a you know, a well-founded adult and you have something to say to someone else, you do it to their face. I mean, that's what everybody's parents taught them. But, you know, social media has ruined that. And so, I mean, there's nothing funnier than these two yucca pucks going at it in their own social media platforms. But I know I did not know that Twitter had been renamed to a letter. Mm -hmm. But now I'm very curious as to what you sent. Because when it was Twitter, you, you, you know, you, uh, tweeted and that kind of made sense but if it's just x i don't know what you do what's the verb form of that jared do you know maybe jared jared would know he's got his finger jared's got his finger yeah exactly he knows these things everything going on silicon valley if you can't sneeze without him knowing he'll know you execute oh yeah is that true or yeah did you just make that up if you just made that up you should immediately copyright it because okay, well, so I did make it up good. and I will copyright it. I think he, I think he, uh, he went on the other day. There was somebody who has the, um, has the username X at twitter.com and uh, Musk offered him like a, a million dollars for it or something on uh, Twitter the other day. Well, why? <laughs> I mean, I, you know what? I, I'm not even sure I care enough to go down this road, but why would you want to be x at twitter.com if there is no more twitter.com my presumption is that now it's well it's x at x it's x at x X at x.com it's at your your signal is at like you know how our signal is at ip underscore frequently his is at x and so elon wants at x yeah you think he would just take it you think he would just take it though right why not take it well he does own the company and he did rename the company and you could give the guy you know, a free X trucker cap or something of that nature. Yeah, something. Yeah, something. Seven minutes in heaven with uh, Gary Coleman. Something. And I then on the other- Gary Coleman was dead. Gary Cooper. Sorry, I meant to say Gary Cooper. Mm. Um, and so, okay. uh, so you know, um, uh, you've got uh, you've got that. And then the other side, Mark Zuckerberg from the uh, Facebook. Would you like to fight Mark Zuckerberg? You think you could take him? <laughs> Yes, to both questions. Yes. Okay. Well, there you go. He um, so again, he's into into this whole judo thing. He has been training by doing a few things. One, he has added. Uh, apparently, his wife is very upset. As of course, of course, he's a billionaire and he owns a big property in the uh, the Bay Area of uh, San Francisco. Of some some call it the land of milk and honey. Others say absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he added in the backyard. He added an octagon. 
to prepare for his billionaire bout with Elon Musk. And apparently the wife is very upset about that. The wife of Meta CEO, Mark Zuckerberg, is upset. She is. Um, she doesn't like eight-sided figures. What's her problem? Apparently she doesn't like it. And, and what's really nice is Zuckerberg actually uh, put a tweet string up on the, uh, the Twitter. No, not on the Twitter. The threads, which is the competitor to the X, which used to be the Twitter, where he's uh, explained to his wife that the, he's got the uh, um, octagon in the backyard and, and She's he's communicating with his wife via social media. He no, he took his tweets. He took a he took, I'm sorry. He took his texts and took a picture of them and then put them on the, the social media. And uh, he said to her, did you see the octagon I put in the backyard? She responds. <laughs> yes, I saw it. He said, it looks awesome. She said, Mark, he said, we have plenty of yard space. She said, I've been working on that grass for two years. So it's it's obviously a point of contention between the two of them. Yeah, Meanwhile, maybe they he, should get in the octagon. She'd probably maybe, whip his ass. Maybe it should be those two against Harry and Meghan Markle in the octagon. That'd like be a tag team thing, or do you put all four of them in there at once? I think the way it works is you have to put them all in at once. You just sort it out later. He was also at a Taylor Swift concert sporting face gems. You know those gems that girls put on their face, little teenage girls? I, I, I don't. What are they like? Stickers or something? Little stickers. Yeah, he had those okay. on. And then finally, yeah, good for him. During a um, during a uh, little yes. back and forth on the equivalent of it's. Listen, I'm just trying to keep this this down. Yeah, it's tough. So, I, I'm with you. It's tough. He created threads, which is a uh, Zuckerberg did. So so Meta owns something that is Twitter like called nah, Threads. Nah, X like no? X like X like. Well, but it was when it was came out, it was Twitter like, and now yeah, but now it's, it's X, excellent. so it's X like, X like, X like. You gotta keep saying that's where I got hung up here. So I almost said mm -hmm. so. He created thread Meta okay. created threads as a competitive okay. force to X, which used to be Twitter, and okay. he was asked on threads mm -hmm. um, what he. Uh, uh, he, he, I guess he was talking about his diet as he's training for this fight, and yeah, he said he, he eats four thousand calories a day on a diet that consists primarily of McDonald's in a bid to quote offset all of the activities doing as part of his new fitness regime. He's clearly serious about it, but I, let me, let me ask you an aside well, can here. I, can I give you the, before you do that, can I give you the, do you want to wait on the diet? You want to go to the aside first or I'll go. No, let's go. Let's finish the diet. So he's eating 4,000 calories worth of McDonald's food in an effort <laughs> to hone his physique in order to battle Elon Musk in an octagon in his backyard. So, was yeah, going so, on. Yeah, so here it is. Here it is. 40 McNuggets, a quarter pounder with cheese, uh, several large fry, an Oreo McFlurry, an apple pie, and some side, quote, side cheeseburgers for later. Uh, just listening to that makes me want to throw up. I would have a hydration problem. I would have to just keep drinking you, uh, water. Buddy, the number of problems you would have and any other human being would have, and I'm sure Zuckerberg has, is almost insurmountable. That is just ridiculous on any number of levels. But my, my question was going to be, how do you, I don't understand how two things that are identical, but not mutually exclusive can be competitive, right? Like if you eat, since we're on the McDonald's theme, if you eat a quarter pounder with cheese and that, you know, hits the spot, then there is not a spot left for a Whopper with cheese, right? So they are they are competitive. They are, to a certain degree, mutually exclusive. You could alternate days, of course, but you can't have both at the same time. But you could sign up for as many social media platforms as you want. 
So how does adding one more, you know, stupid waste of time, as I would label yeah. all social media platforms, how does adding one more stupid waste of time oh. that is going to serve to divide the country and has algorithms to make sure you only see things that you will like and push you more in some just bizarre extreme direction. How does adding one more of those things create a level of competition? It's bringing ice to Iceland. Who cares? Yeah. It's like Pac-Man two, right? Who cares? Exactly. You've already caught, you've already caught the Pac-Man. No one cares. Yeah. I Indeed. agree. Yeah. I agree. Well, well, listen, yeah, this so is I, just, I don't get any of it. I just, I, I don't get any of it. And if those two guys fight, that will be one of the dumbest things to ever have happened. But I'm sure entertaining. Yeah. And listen, you and I already have a pact that we will watch that fight in San Angelo, Texas. I will drive. Where am I now? I'm in Rhode Island. I will I will get there and then we'll meet there. I'll pick you up on the way, for goodness sakes. I mean, does it really matter at that point? Pick you up on the way. We'll go down to San Angelo, spend a couple of weeks there, prime up for the fight, have some cheeseburgers, relax. But listen, the real big news is mm -hmm. that next week we're going to do a best of episode and that is episode 199 and a half because the folks at uh, 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 iHeartRadio have required that um, we do that. Right? Yeah, it's 199B. This is 199A that, yeah, that we're doing B. right now. Then we'll have 199B. Or and then B. the big 200, 200th episode with some all-star guests, lots of JFK assassination talk cake and cookies and perhaps mm -hmm. the occasional uh, libation or two but i can't believe we've uh, almost done 200 of these it just seems so like only yesterday that we were <laughs> sitting down with our reel-to-reel -reel tape deck and uh removing our fedoras loosening our ties and commencing episode number one and now look at us almost 200 episodes in it, it, i mean we'll and we'll talk more about this on the retrospective but it, it seems like almost yesterday that uh that uh our our you know, again, no offense to Jared, but our former producer, Davis Hockstetter, Hockstetter, was mm -hmm. taking us through the motions, running point for this show. And uh, boy, how things have changed there in that regard. Yeah. And there it is, Brad. We have uh, rounded the bend on episode 199A, and uh, we have sights on episode 200. Although you have sights on a trip to the Midwest. I'm going to go see my mother and help her buy a new Subaru Forester. I'm going to take her into the... Nice. Uh, the Subaru dealership so that she can make that purchase and trade in her car. So I'm going to do that yeah. anyway. Well, there it is. We've, we've reached the end of our very short rope. Yeah, no, there's, there's no question of that. And of course, you know, we'll, we'll continue to weave rope so that we can be back here next week covering some issues we've covered before. If you listen to the show next week, you'll probably be saying to yourself, God, I feel like I've almost heard this before and you probably have, but the week after that, my friend is going to be a big one right here on IP Frequently. This has been IP Frequently. Once again, clearing a forest of lies with the machete of truth. You're welcome.